Thank you so much for being here on the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. Look, I created this podcast to be able to give back, connect with like-minded people, people like you, people like me, who are out there chasing those goals, chasing those dreams and turning them into a reality. Be sure to like, comment and share at the end of the episode. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Again, thank you for being here. Let's get into it. And welcome to the next episode of Learn, Grow, Do, Repeat with Jamie Tatino. Look, guys, we just got done finished recording an incredible episode with the man himself, Mr. Sam Bashiri. And, you know, first, a huge amount of gratitude for him for making some time to be on the show. Uh, and secondly, you know, and I know you're going to experience this really soon as we get into the episode, but you're going to see the humility, you're going to see the, the graciousness, you're going to see the realness and the rawness that this man brings to the table. No fluffy stuff, just, just straight out, just... You know, just a good heart. You can tell he's got like just that heart. Uh, and you'll know halfway through the episode. You'll probably pick it up really quickly as I did uh, as well. But again, guys, this isn't going to be the usual episode where we talk about all the, the fancy stuff, external stuff. I wanted to get you the answers, the content. I wanted you to, to know what Sam was like as a, when he started his businesses, Broadband Solutions. Uh, and then when he started getting and reaching some success, like what was he like? I wanted to get, to, get some information out of him as to who he is now. Like, what does he focus on? What's his daily habits? What does he think about uh, when he reached that pinnacle of success? So you're going to really love this episode. I know you're going to take a lot away from it. Most importantly, be sure to share um, online. Let, let your friends know that you're watching. Tag myself and Sam in here. But I'm going to throw it straight into rapid fire. Uh, and you, I know you guys love rapid fire. So here is rapid fire right here, right now with the man himself, Mr. Sam Bashiri. Enjoy, guys. Sum up your mindset in one word. Just positive, dude. Nothing's, you know, just always be positive. Um, just go for it, you know. Nice, nice. Proudest moment personally and proudest moment professionally. Hmm. Um, personally, I don't know. I really never thought about this. But um, personally, probably um, the birth of my kids, right? It's just a miracle, really, really cool stuff, dude. Um, it's just next level. You can't explain it. It's just phenomenal. And I hope everyone experience that, right? Um, professionally, mm, I've never, like, I don't sit there and think about what I've achieved so far. And I, as I get older, I think I'll do that more and more, hopefully. Mm. It's very important to stop and reflect in life. Um, for me, probably... Um, Having my Christmas party um, probably five, five <laughs> out of everything, five, six years ago, or maybe longer than that, and having my dad attend and saying to me that he's proud of me mm. for what I've achieved. I think that was a very important moment for me, um, getting that feedback from my father. Prior to that, was that a, a, a non, like you never would hear that sort of language from him or that sort of word? Uh, not, not really. It's just that like, you know, you get a lot of accolades and a lot of things from everybody, you know, um, but it's nice to um, nice to hear Agreed. from your family. And, you mm. know, my family's always been supportive and all that. But I think with men, all of us, even me, we find it very difficult to really express ourselves a lot of the times. Mm. Um, I like so that. It was a very, very special moment for me. And at a Christmas party too. I like that. Yeah. Sam, this is a good one. Tell us something that no one knows about you. Uh, pretty transparent, man. If you want to about me. I Give me talking. something. I'll be, I'll be, afraid of spiders. Um, no, 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 no. Um, I don't know. <laughs> really, um, 
I love to eat kidneys, uh, lamb kidney <laughs> in the morning for breakfast. In the morning for breakfast? <laughs> yeah. Uh, lamb kidney. It's a Persian thing, you know. Uh, I get told off because it's, the smell's not the best, so I'm not allowed to have it all the time. So <laughs> if I'm ever home alone, I, I'll cook it up straight away. How I'll do you cook it? Like just grill it? Like yeah, man, that's the South Melbourne market. Um, <laughs> I put some onion, tomato, I make a bit of a juice, put it in there, just cook it a little bit, and then just slam the bread in there and just eat it up. So it's like a sandwich sort of thing, like a roll. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Lamb kidney, I love it for breakfast. Um, third last question. If you could choose to have lunch with any one person, uh, dead or alive, you've got a two-hour time limit, who would it be and where would you have lunch? Probably Barack Obama, man. Like I, I, I think he's a phenomenal guy. I think... There's a lot, lot to where he's come from, what he's achieved. Agreed. And to have a person like that, you know, um, you know, to sit down and talk to and get insight. I love older people because they just have, like, you know, they say, oh, they're smarter. I just think they've experienced more. And, you know, Absolutely. the more you experience, the more you make mistakes. And how you learn is by making mistakes. And the people you surround yourself with, where would I eat? I'm boring again. Probably the back room Coco restaurant. <laughs> totally. If you want to find me, come to Coco, you'll find me. So be- <laughs> That's not boring. That's a pretty good spot there. Yeah, I love I like it. it. Um, sure. Second last one now. What was 10-year-old Sam like? Oh, very different guy. Um, very different person to what I am today. Um, wow. Couldn't speak English. Had no friends. Um, in a whole new country. Um, a lot of anger, a lot of, um, lot of, lot of things going on inside me as a kid, as a young man. Um, yeah. Um, very, very different to who I am today. Um, so yeah, come a long way. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, we'll get a little bit of the journey, uh, as we go through last question. Now, a good one. Who is your favorite superhero? You will not do that. I don't have superheroes. <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> I, I, if I was to have to pick one, probably Batman. I yeah. think he's cool. Um, you know, the dark like, and all that. Yeah, I like him too, purely because he's just a normal guy. Yeah, 100%. Well, he's, he's pretty well off. Yeah. <laughs> but he's yeah. just a normal guy, you know. Yeah. Um, cool, so. I, yeah, like I like that. <laughs> hey, man, that's rapid fire. Congratulations. Well done. Um, look, Again, like I said earlier at the start, I appreciate you making some time to come on here. I've got so many questions. I've got I know you have two and a half pages worth of questions. Whether we get through them all or not, who knows, but we'll get through as many as we can. Uh, and we'll try and, like I said earlier, give some incredible feedback. But my first question based off the last 18 months, what's been the biggest learning you've had personally through this whole COVID experience we've had through lockdowns, through opening and closing business, everything, family? Like, What's something that you could take away from this and say, I'm glad I learned that? Learn to slow down. It's, it's nice to slow down. Um, I think as entrepreneurs, we come from a background where we're always, you know, pushing, pushing, pushing. Um, it's never enough, you know. Um, so for me, to be honest, I, I hate to say this, but it's been one of the best experiences of my life. Um, I've really, really slowed down and I've concentrated on the most important thing in my life, which is my health, mm. exercising daily. And I just awesome. feel phenomenal, man. I feel the strongest I've ever felt. I feel the most focused I've ever been. Love um, that. It's just been absolutely phenomenal. I thought, you know, take a bad situation and turn it into the best as I can. Mm, mm. And my number one goal was to look after my health and get to the best shape possible. So, awesome. Prior to lockdown, was like health like a third or fourth on the priority uh, list? Or 
I, I tried my best, but you know, there's too many things going on. You know, totally. you're traveling interstate, you're doing a lot of things. It makes it difficult, man. You know, reality is there's so much going on: dinners, socializing, uh, traveling, all that kind of stuff, which kind of makes it more difficult. But with yeah. this, sleep early, waking up at five o'clock in the morning, nice the routine. I feel phenomenal. It's just been the most amazing thing ever. And obviously, the plan is to continue that even once we good. I like that. I know we said we weren't going to talk a lot about the, the money and the cars and all that sort of stuff, but I have one question. It sort of goes back to the mindset of it. Sure, when you got your first, so obviously I guess a lot of, like you said, entrepreneurs, and even if you're not an entrepreneur, like you, you got big, people have big visions, big dreams, yeah. whether supercars are their things or not, or houses, boats, whatever. Yeah. When you got your first supercar, yeah. bef- that six months before, yeah. what, where, where were you at as like mindset? Where were you at as like a person? Because it's it's like the Sam of now yeah. is like you said a different Sam of who that person was ten odd yeah. years ago. What was happening in that time before you, and what was the feeling like before you purchased that first one? Yeah, never thought about it. I was too busy working. Mm. I was too busy working. I didn't sit there. I didn't have a poster of a car on my wall. I didn't think about oh, I'm going to buy a car. Um, I was too busy working. I went to US. I was up in LA for a conference. I went to rent a Range Rover for the day. There was a four, five, eight Italia Spider Ferrari next to the Range Rover. Um, I uh, I looked at it. It was two and a half thousand US to rent it for the day. I was a friend of mine, and he goes to me, "Well, you should get that car." And I was like, "Well, it's a lot of money." And just like, just do it. Who cares? You spend money on other stuff. Why are you, you know, so reluctant? I rented the car. Didn't go to the conference that day. <laughs> um, and the joy I got from driving that car that day, uh, it was phenomenal, man. Like, you know, I'm a massive believer of putting it out there, massive believer of experiencing things. Um, and I just came back to Oz. And I went and I just bought a car. I bought a 488, a GTV. Um, and the I guess the excitement was picking that car up on the mm-hmm. day. Um, life's all about experiences. Um, it's about going on a journey and enjoying yourself. It was a phenomenal feeling. I don't think I'll ever forget the feeling of that day when I picked the car up. But before, mm-hmm. you know, it just kind of happened. With my life, like, I don't ever analyze things. Things just happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I go with the flow. So, um yeah, man, that's that's what happened. I love that. I love that. Before the hiring the four five eight, was it a vision of ever owning supercars? Or I always loved supercars, man. I always loved cars. As a as a kid, I used to jump on my dad's lap every morning before he <laughs> start the engine. I used to put the first gear in back then. It was all manual cars. Yeah, you know? totally. Um, yeah, I've always been fanatic. You know, fanatic love about cars. Loves cars. I'm a boy, so one hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. It's almost like you weren't attached to getting it. Like you weren't like, I have to get it. I have to get it. I have to get it. Nah, never thought about it, and man. Because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Never, never thought about it. I was never one of those guys. I'm still not, man. I don't sit there ever thinking things, you know? I like it. And I always I like think it. something will always happen. Just, just commit, commit. Totally. Commit. Totally. Obviously more recently, and again, I've been following you for, for a couple of years now, a few years now, and I've seen more recently now, Probably like the last, again, maybe 18 or so months, giving like really heartfelt content, real, like giving back in a way. Has yeah. that always been something that you've wanted to do or did you just feel like now was, or when it started was yeah. the perfect time? Yeah, dude, it's, it's like, I don't do Instagram. I don't make a sense from Instagram. I get a lot Absolutely. of people asking me for coaching and uh, or mentoring and all that kind of stuff. 
Um, I've never ever done it. Always say, you know, it's not something that I'll do. You know, follow me on Instagram. I I don't do it to show off cars. I don't do it to show off what I have. I don't. I couldn't give a shit. You know, mm-hmm. I have nothing to prove to anyone. I've always done it because I know what it feels like not to have anything in life. I know what it feels like for people not to believe in you. Mm. I know what it feels like to go to a normal school. I know mm. what it feels like to have those shitty shoes. I know what it feels like to sit there and say, why not me? Um, so, mate, the only reason why I've done it is to give back in my own way. Um, mm. My reward is getting those DMs. My reward is when people see me and come and say hello and say thank you. Mm-hmm. And I love that, you know, and that's you know you're doing that, you know, and when you do that to some, you get that feedback from a 15, 16 year old girl or boy or whatever, and you know, and it makes a small difference in the life, even if it makes a difference in one day, and they forget totally. about it. Right? I couldn't care less, you know. Yeah. I've done my part, and that's all there is to it. I love that. Like you've made their day better in one way, shape, or another. Yeah, even if it's for one day, you know, it doesn't cost <laughs> totally. me. Ask me my time. Totally. I'm not doing anything, you know. So. You just rip the phone out, give some content, give some real heartfelt content, um, and just share where it's coming from. I like that. You started Broadband Solutions back 05, is that correct? 2005, that's correct. It's $1,000. Yeah, probably even less to be honest, but yeah. Okay. If you had $1,000 again today, yeah. no experience, like you're the same age, you're 1000 bucks. what would you do with that $1,000? I'd do what I've just done with Broadband Solutions. I'll do all over again. Same thing. thing. Yeah, mate. Look, you know, that's what I knew. I always say, you know, I knew internet. That's what I did before I started broadband solutions. So it's always about sticking to what you know. You know Mm. what I mean? Um, Mm. If I had a thousand dollars, I wouldn't go and do something different. So I'll do if I was doing something else besides internet, and that's what I was experiencing, I'll do that. You know what I mean? Get into that field. Yeah, do you see that as a bit of a not a problem? I don't want I don't like using the word problem. There are no problems, there's always a solution. But do you see that as a bit of a speed hump and a and a through social media, people are getting caught up looking at everything and they don't really follow what it is that that they want to go down. Yeah, they get distracted. Everybody, totally. goes, oh, like Joe Blow's doing that. I should go and do the same thing. So mm. I can cars or the house or whatever. Joe Blow's doing that because that's what they know. You do what totally. you do. You know what I mean? Um, like people always tell me, oh, can you come and invest in a restaurant with me, this and that. I said, mate, the only thing I know about a restaurant is how to eat. <laughs> what do I I'll be there every night eating all your food. <laughs> yeah. What do I know about running a restaurant? I have totally. Yeah. So um, even later on down the track, you've got to stick to what you know. You know, mm. that, that's, all, that's the best thing you can do. Anything more, you, you go, you're going down the wrong path and it will be a very costly experience. Totally. You might have some short-term success because whatever it is, you, like the market's hot for whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. Um, but long-term, you'll probably end up unhappy yeah. uh, and not really wanting to be there. And in 2005, when you started, just some, again, I just want to go back to that time. Because again, there might be a lot of listeners who are starting a business a month, a year into their business journey. Yeah. Um, what was your mindset like at that time? Like, what was your self-belief like, the confidence? Who were you at that time when you started? I was a great salesman. I was the best salesman in my field. I was number one. I was very, very good at what I did. I had all the confidence in the world that I could make this happen, make this work. I never dreamt of where it is today. Of course. But, you know, but I, I was very confident that it will do well. Um, and I was hungry. And and at the same time, I was at the same time I was scared of failing and embarrassment, letting others down, including myself and others that are close to me, and being a failure. And and that's not a bad thing because that, in you know, in conjunction with the confidence, that's what pushes you. You know, mm. um, did I want to stop doing what I was doing? Fuck yeah, hundred. <laughs> you know, uh, there's so many times that I thought, oh, why don't I go and do something else on the side? Oh, why don't I just go and get a nine to five job? 
hundreds of times. Even you know, this, I, even after you started Broadband Solutions. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. To tell me. I used to think about like all the time, man, yeah. because you know, we're telling you over fuck, two, three thousand dollars a month. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm missing out. I could be doing something else. This and that, hundred mm. percent. Mm, but, I, mm. but I just kept at it and, you know, I didn't listen to everybody that said, oh, you should, you know, what are you doing, this and that. I just kept at it and it probably took two or three years before it kind of took off, you know. Um, well, kept doing it, mate, you know. What pushed you in that time though? Like what was it that made you keep turning up? I didn't want to fail. I didn't want to be an embarrassment. I didn't want to be a failure, you know. I've got a lot of ego. So mm, I mm. ego is no good, but sometimes it's really good too because mm. it's what drives you, right? Mm. Otherwise, it's very easy to quit. Agreed. Anybody can quit. Oh, it didn't work. Oh pissed off and do something else and do something mm. else. Mm. And then all you do is you're just going around in circles, doing a million things. You never concentrate on one thing. Totally. End up being, you know what I mean? So you, would you say it was like that you really just stuck at the vision, even though it doesn't matter how hard it got? I got no other choice anyway. I um, I really, that's all I knew. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was good at. So I just stuck at it and um, I just kept pushing forward and good things happened, over, you know, throughout over the, the period of time. Yeah. Did you go cold turkey from quitting full-time work to straight into this or was it a transition? I did it while I was working somewhere else. It was yeah. it was not possible to quit and totally. start again. I, so, I didn't have my mom and dad to go to and ask him for a bit of money. I didn't have anyone to go to to ask for money to help me. Yeah, same. So I was mm. working at the same time, mate. I was working in the morning somewhere else, at night coming and doing this. Love that. Doing it at the same time. I had no choice. There's mm. no mm. other option. Love that. And I think that's really good for people to hear because they sort of think nowadays like you have to be one or the other. No, we don't. You know, you know, and, actually, to be honest, uh, like, unless you got savings or unless you got backing, how are you going to do that? It's not possible. Exactly you right. No choice. I have to exactly do it. right. And I think I think getting rid of that stigma of that you have to be one or the other, and then making it more acceptable and that's normal to say I'm going to keep working as a lawyer until I open my own legal firm, whatever, or whatever it is. If you want to change passions, um, understanding that. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's a really good um, bit of con- bit of bit of information there. The, the drive, ambition, focus, everything that you have now that you spoke about, was that something what you've always had or have you got it more so these last couple of years or is that you yeah, even? I had it way more. I had it way more before. I was a, I was a survivor, man. I had to survive. I, I, was, I was always a battler all through my life at school. I used to get picked on. I had to use my feet to stand up for myself mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I always fought all through my life. Um, I didn't go to an elite school. I didn't have the network that a lot of rich kids have these days. Mm-hmm. I, like, you know, when you look at the, the, the kind of kids you're breeding these days in Australia, it's an absolute joke. Agreed. And they still sit there and cry about little things in life. Are you kidding And me? they win, yeah. I came from, yeah, I came from a war-torn country when mm. we had to run for life because they were bombing the streets, you know. So when you see that, and then I come in here being locked up for a number of years, then going to school, couldn't speak a word of English, getting picked on. Um, so, mate, all my life I had to survive. I had to stand on my own two feet. I didn't have someone there to, you know, look after me. Totally. Um, so, I and that's what drove me to where I am. In the later years, you become more comfortable, and I hate mm. that feeling. You become complacent and lazy a little bit. You know what I mean? Have you so started I to experience that, you'd say, a little bit? Yeah, man, 100%, because you're not as hungry as you used to be. So, you gotta you got to start thinking bigger and bigger, you know. you got to mm. set your goals higher and higher to push yourself more. Is that what you've started to do more recently? Yeah, of yeah. course. Otherwise, if your belly's full, what are you fighting for? Nothing. True. I like that. Crazy. Are you looking for that next book? Maybe something to help you take control and remove those barriers to ultimately see you achieve what you were destined for? 
Be Great, a book I wrote that dives deep into building the self-belief and mindset and also touches on the six key elements to achieving greatness. It's easy to consume and to take action on. Get your signed copy today at www.begreatthebook.com. Enjoy. Well, this sort of ties into my sort of next question, which and, and it, it's good that you mentioned earlier that you know, you're making about two, three K a month for a period of time at the start of the business. What, what did you and the team and the business have to do to go from two, three K a month to 10 a month to then to 20 to then to 50? Because it's one thing to make a lot of money and that's great, but it's another thing to keep it and continually keep making that. You know what I mean? So what did you do to grow? Because again, listeners might be, oh, I can't understand saying because he makes over a million dollars a month because I'm only making a thousand. So what did you do when you were making a thousand to get to 5,000? I networked the right people. I um, answered the phone calls when the calls came in. I <laughs> like a lot of this shit's common sense, right? Um, Agreed. And, um, but look, everyone's looking for the magic pill now. There's something else. There was something they're thinking. There's no magic pill, man. I like that. And and um and I and I built a recurring business. I, I never. I I don't believe this. I don't understand the whole concept of a business where you get a job, you get paid for it, then you look for the next job. I built mm. a company where it's all recurring revenue for three to five year contracts. Yeah. Um, I wanted to always see what was coming up the next two or three years. Not, oh, wow, what mm-hmm. are we going to do tomorrow? What are we going to do next? Totally. But for me, recurring revenue is king. Um, and for me, it was just about continuing to push forward and network and work hard. Dude, I did like 12, 14, 16 hour days. Like, you know, I, my daughter's- It's normal. Mm-hmm. I was answering phone calls for a help desk. There was no team. What team? It was me, uh, my business partner, and a blind gentleman that we hired because we promised because he used to work with us in the old company and they made him redundant when that company went public. And me and my business partner promised each other the first employee would be Scott, um, who was absolutely like fully blind. And he was our first employee. And that was it. There was no team. There was only three people. <laughs> That's it. We did everything. Sales, marketing, support, uh, accounts, the whole lot. Right? Um, Love that. That's good. Uh, you know why I love hearing that, Sam, is because, again, it's this whole stigma of you need to have 30 people working for you and you're wasting time if you're doing the marketing when you're not a marketing person. But fuck, when you're making a 1000 bucks a month, you're not going to be able to do that. It's bullshit. It doesn't work like that. You, I agree. You know, it's like, even in my old office, I used to see all these people come and uh, open up the fanciest offices, the best chairs, best computers. Six months down the track, they go broke. <laughs> what are you doing? You're already in the red. <laughs> totally. Why are you spending a thousand bucks on a bloody office chair from yeah, Office Works for? It looks good, so they can put it on Instagram. It's just stupid. Totally for the gram. Uh-huh. When you say networking, what was that? Was that going on networking events? Was that just because obviously social media wasn't around then, so it's a bit of a different time. Yeah, just meeting the right people, mate. Like just going, like if I met someone, I asked them if they can introduce me to someone else. Um, mm. I asked them to come to whatever sporting event they went to. I'll go along, say hello to the people that they knew, network with them. It was an old school way of doing it. Like there was not much on Instagram back then. And we're talking about like, Absolutely. I was doing, like, double my age, yeah? So it was yeah, like 50s, yeah. you know, 60s. Mm. It was a totally mm. different old school mentality. So it's just about mm. face-to-face, shaking hands, having a couple of beers, and, <laughs> you know, the old school way. I like that. I like that. So for you, to like, what would be some of your tips and advice on people who have, let's say they've got some, a significant amount of wealth and the number doesn't really matter. Like in their world, whatever it means to them, awesome. How have you maintained, like keeping it? Does it go back to that reoccurring thing where you know that over the next three to four years, you're going to get contracts and give you this amount of money? Or what have you done to one, keep your money, but keep growing it? I just concentrate on the main point, which is making sure that we're always moving forward every day. 
I um I diversify into other things. You know, I love property. Property is a big thing for me. Um, diversification is big as well. You know, you're not going to always go right. That's why you diversify a number of different. Totally. That you you're passionate about. I love property. I'm passionate about property. Like it's awesome. I love stocks. Mm. You know, and all that kind of stuff. You know, some I've done well in, some I've done terribly in. <laughs> I enjoy it, and um, and it's all about just focusing. You know, don't get like I don't remember the last time I looked at my bank account. Honestly, I, I have no idea. Like, don't get consumed by that shit. Like, you, what you should get consumed by is just moving forward, working, growing a team. And you know, the biggest enjoyment is seeing your fellow, you know, team members, you know, also grow. It's not just all about you. It's about seeing Absolutely. other benefit as well. You know, um, creating a community, creating a community within your work office and all that. It's not just all about you. You know, you get people that just think, oh, it's all about me. Workers are there to work and that's it. It doesn't work like that. You want to succeed mm. like that. Everybody has to win. You have to win. The team has to win and the clients have to win. Has to, everybody has to win out of it. Otherwise, it doesn't work long term. I guess if, if you, and that's a, it's an interesting answer in a way because you'd think, like, again, you, you sort of did mention the stocks and all that sort of stuff, but the, the major thing that you touched on there was growing the people around you. Because like, how are you going to ever get, more or grow bigger or your company's going to grow if the people around you aren't growing. 100%. Who are you going to high five? Who are you going to high five when you're doing well? 100%. Who are you going to high five yourself in the mirror? Who are you going to get <laughs> your wins to? Who are you going to cry totally. when things are going wrong? You're going to have someone 100%. there. You know what I mean? Um, if you don't have mm-hmm. there, you become a very lonely person. You can have all the money in the world. What's it going to do? Man, it means nothing. It yeah. means nothing. What's your internal dialogue like? Like, how do you talk to yourself? They're like, even then, you know, growing and, and you, like you said, keep turning up, keep moving forward. Like, how do you talk to yourself? Like, what goes through your head? Yeah, my head. I kick myself in the ass a lot. Yeah, I tell myself, come on, you got to push, push. <laughs> um, I talk to myself about life and balance a lot. I talk to myself about discipline a lot. I talk about, you know, sometimes slowing down. And as I said, COVID's helped me with that. Smelling the roses and just mm-hmm. being happy with what you have. Being content is very important, man. Could have all the money in the world. doesn't make you happy. Absolutely. There is so much you need to be okay. You know, somebody could have 100 million. You could have 5 million. You can't buy a jet. You can always rent a jet. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, much of the muchness. I like that. Yeah, man. And don't compare yourself with everybody else. Just compare yourself with yourself. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be someone better looking than you, someone tougher than you, and someone richer than you in the room. So yeah. you're stop. Do you understand what I mean? And if you're not happy with who mm. you are, you'll never be happy. So just mm. don't worry about it. Just enjoy life. You know. Is that a skill that is that a, is that a trait and a and a and a and a belief that you've always had, or is that something again you've probably more worked on recently? I never had that. I always felt I never felt good enough. You know, I always mm. thought that your your worth is based on your status and your income. As a kid, mm. what society tells us, as you grow up, you realize that I don't need to have Ted Cartier bracelets around my fucking head. <laughs> I don't need to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's nice to have nice things. Yeah. Of course. I wear it every day. I wear I watch it every day. I don't even wear a watch. I'm wearing a $20 Nike. <laughs> Nike. Dry fit. Yeah, I, I love mean, that. Dude. But that yeah. was with age, dude. Like, Absolutely. I with age. Yeah. I didn't think this way when I was 30 years old. I didn't think mm. I was 35 years old. Um, Things happen around you. People that you meet influence you. It's so important. Mm. They all influence you. Everybody touches you some way, or, you know, shape mm-hmm. or form. And it's that's why it's so important to surround yourself with good people that want the best for you. And they could be half your age, and they can still let, learn a lot. It doesn't from matter. You. 
know what mm. I mean? It's very, very mm. Was there a pivotal moment that, that happened for you? There's been a lot of moments for me, you know. Mm. There's, there's still a lot of moments for me. Every day things happen, mm. you know, um, you know, I'm far from perfect. I've I've made a lot of mistakes. I've done a lot of things that I'll probably look back at now that I'll be like, wow, how did I manage to do that? <clears throat> but you can't be too hard on yourself. Totally. You know, um, I didn't have someone, a manager or a mentor or someone that was there all the time saying, don't do this stuff. Even if they mm. did, you probably won't listen to them anyway, right? Totally. <laughs> Until you fuck it up a few yeah. times anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm behind the ears a few times. And that's just being real. Know what I mean? Um, totally. It happens. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I love the openness and, and the rawness of it. You're just like, this is how it was and this is how it is and this is how I went through it. Um, as, we sort of, as we sort of start to wrap it up and end this little incredible op- uh, episode, all bullshit aside, what do you yeah. see like, as some of the major challenges in society at the moment? Not talking about COVID too much, like that's a whole another political conversation, but just... Yeah. In general, let's look at one, the business and entrepreneurial world, then even just life in general. Because like you said, you've had a lot of experience, you've seen a lot, you've met some incredible people. Where do you see some of the biggest problems, challenges in society at the moment? It's, there's a lot of fakeness around, okay? And there's a lot of judgment around. When you walk into a room or when you see someone for the first time, people will, or when you're walking through somewhere, people will look at you up and down and judge you based on your appearance, your, <laughs> your colour, the way you mm. speak. Um, so you can spend a lot of time trying to fit in to what society says is okay. Mm. Or you can just be yourself. Be open to learning. You can't be ignorant or arrogant. Okay, You never know everything. You're, if you think like that, you're an idiot. Um, you have to be open to learning, open to listening. Um, and just be yourself. But above all, be a good human. Mm. Be a kind person, be generous because I'm a massive believer of karma. Massive Mm. believer of karma, right? It's okay if it takes 10 years to get there. It's okay. What is your rush, right? Totally. The journey. You go on a journey, enjoy it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Everybody wants that thing today, tomorrow. But don't get sucked into the bullshit, right? Mm. All the shit that people see on Instagram and everything, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Totally, behind the camera. They're not going to put their arguments with their partner or business partner or whatever it may be on Instagram, right? Totally. Um, and I was like, and I, and like, you know, a lot of them, a lot of it's fake. A lot of it's all rented on credit. <laughs> don't, let it, don't let it consume you. Totally. Be a happy person. Be grateful. Have gratitude for what you have. And at the end of the day, always stop and say, what did I achieve today? What did I actually achieve today? Right, and I'm mm. sucked into all that because if you do get sucked into that, uh, you'll end up having a very empty life when you look back. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, I like that. Well said. Well said. I like what you said there as well. It's like we're getting, we're all trying to fit into like a fake world. You know, like everyone's trying to fit into what social media says, but that's also not reality. Unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, maybe if we, so there was a platform where like let's show you the truth, like let's show you what happens. Yeah. Like a female, when they first get out of bed, what do they actually really look like? 100%, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, you know, we all get sucked into, into some way of form or shape. You know, I, of use, course. I use filters sometimes. Who cares? It's funny. As you do. You know As you do. I mean? Absolutely. But, yeah. But it's, you, can't, you can't let it take over your life. Mm. Otherwise, you're finished, you know. 
Um, for someone who is consumed in the social media, like especially now because of lockdown, like that's all they've got, like they're not leaving their home. Like, what would be some of your advice? Like, what would be some tips to say, forget that shit? Yeah, take some time out. You know, it's nice to take some time out. I took two weeks off, mm. and it was one of the best things I've ever done. I got so many messages saying, "Is everything okay? Is, some, is something wrong?" <laughs> oh no, this is the purpose. <laughs> I'm like, I better yeah, just yeah. cut that down because everyone's messaging me saying, "Are you okay?" I'm, like, I'm okay. So, um, just, just you know, do it, do it because you enjoy it. Don't do it because totally. I'm watching. It's crazy, you know. Like uh, Melbourne lockdown's going to be over, I think, on Friday or something. Yeah, I've had yeah. Me going, hey, where are we going out? Where are we going? Oh, relax. <laughs> You don't have to go out. Not everybody has to go out on Friday. Man, they're not totally. What are we going to book? What are we going to book? I ain't booking nothing. I'm going to be at home relaxing with my family. Like, it's just 100%. crazy. They're so consumed because they want to go out and put all that shit on Insta. It's Absolutely. Down, and I love the media building the hype saying, oh, it's free. Like they did in New South Wales, well, Freedom Day. It's like, when did we ever lose our freedom to have to say it's Freedom Day now? <laughs> go back you go know? to a third country and you see what freedom's about. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, yeah. And you see a lot of it. If you do some real research yourself and go and look at some of the real content out there, not the stuff they share on the news. Uh, but like I said, we're not going to get into a political conversation uh, right now. What would be some, as we start again, we start to wrap it up, give me three tips, someone that wants to be successful, achieve wealth, do more in life. One, what have you seen that's worked for you? But what have you seen that's worked for some of the, some of the best people around you? Be passionate about, love what you do. Um, work hard, never give up and think long term. Always long term. Mm. Okay. I think if you get those three things right, it's worked for me. So I, know, I love that. Work hard. Where to next for you? Obviously, like you said, you've you've, you've reached a, a really good level of success. What's the next big visions, goals? Where Sam going in the next five, ten years? I've got a lot to do. I'll have a lot of fun. You know, I want to have more fun. You know, do good mm. things, meet beautiful people, eat a lot of food, travel, um, <laughs> do things that have Things that I love, you know, give back, leave a legacy of mm. some sort. You know, um, it's nice yeah. to do those things, man. Um, I've got a lot on. I'm only 43, right? I'm going to be doing it well. I'm probably till 80, 90. Who knows? Um, as long as you enjoy <laughs> and the rest. enjoying myself, I will keep doing it. And the moment yeah. that I don't enjoy what I do, I will never do it again. So that's what it comes down to. Second last question: One thing you wish you knew 10 years ago. More networking, you know, and less ego. Mm. <laughs> and my, and know my and know myself better, like how I do now. If I did ten years ago, more networking, less ego. Yeah. Like you said, it's sort of like an experience thing. As you go by in time, like you you have those networking experience moments where you're just sort of like, I, I don't want to be someone, but you met someone cool. So, wow, that's a good thing. Maybe I should do it more often. And you sort of just add it more into your into your lifestyle. I yeah. like that. It's okay to ask. It's okay to ask for things. Hundred percent. Can I ask? Hundred percent. I like that. Last question for me, Sam. Your best life lesson so far. Mm. Less talking, more listening. Mm. <laughs> All right. Two ears, one mouth, as they say. But also, just respect your elders. Right, respect goes a long way. It's shame we don't see much of it anymore. Shivery, like be a nice person, mm. open the door to someone, say thank 100%. you, please. Common sense, yeah. A lot of people don't have a lot of common sense. Um, don't be arrogant. Um, just be humble, yeah, and just be yourself. Those things go a long, long way. And you know, if some people make fun of you, they don't like it. That's okay. Take the high ground. Have a laugh. Laugh it off. Hundred percent.
laugh it off. I like that because that's ultimately if you kind of have fun, like you kind of have a laugh. Like it's like the, if you're going to take everything so seriously, then you know, unfortunately, life's going to be pretty pretty sad because there's a lot of shit things that happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're going to have to laugh it off a little bit. But hey, yeah. Sam, man, I appreciate your time. Most importantly, um, I got through nearly three quarters of my questions, but I don't want to hold you up for that's any true. much longer. And I, th- I think we had some good good conversations there, some good good takeaways. Uh, I appreciate. Hey, man, where is someone listening has doesn't follow you, doesn't know, has never heard of Sam before? Where's the best spot for them to follow and engage and, and get more of what you're about? First of all, thank you for making the time uh, for today. I really appreciate you, and I want to say thank you to the people that are going to listen to this podcast. I hope you take away something positive from it. Um, just awesome. follow me on Instagram, Sam Bashiri. Um, that's probably the best place to catch me on, or you know, listen to my podcast, going from thousands to millions. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, definitely go and do that. I've I've listened to all the episodes too myself, so um, you've got some incredible content, more that comes off you out of you, and then also the guests that you have through there as well. So yeah, hundred percent, all the listeners should definitely go and uh, right now, even once you finish this one, go and quickly search it up and uh, get a quick episode with Sam and uh, his amazing guest. But man, again, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day, uh, and to everyone else out there, enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us on that episode. What an incredible one it was. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Remember, make today count and be great.